This is Theremin 30. 30 minutes of Theremin music, news, events, and interviews with a new episode about every 30 days. Now, here's your host from Denver, Colorado, USA, Rick Reed. Hey, welcome to the May 2023 episode of the Theremin 30 podcast. This is the first episode of season five. If you're new to the show, this all started way back in April of 2019. Since then, we featured approximately 160 theremin songs and more than three dozen interviews with some of the most influential artists, teachers, historians, and technology experts in the theremin community. If you haven't listened to all of the previous episodes, I encourage you to put them on your playlist. In this episode, I have some recent music and some tracks that didn't make it into previous shows, featuring thereminists Veronique, Monalise, Torwald Jurgensen, and Lorenzo Di Marcantonio. And my special guest is David Levi, the designer of the MicroKits Theremin Circuit Building Kit for Kids. To get the show started, I have a 2022 album track by Montreal-based recording artist Sébastien Lafleur. It features Torwald Jurgensen on theremin. The French title for this track is, I think, Son Con de Paradis à Louis, or something really close to that. It translates as His Own Corner of Paradise. Satan, plante sa tente dans sa toile entre les torrents de pain blanc et ce spray de stuff. Des capsules, sa petite frette et graines, sa cocotte tranquillement. Dans le creux de sa paume, il ajoute des grottes contrées. Près du feu, sa dent gratte, sa guitare scrape, son coin de paradis. Sommeil de blanc 
Les fait faire dans leur culotte Braquant ses cornes et sa gros bord Dans le creux de sa pomme Il les foire des graines de douchebag Tout près de la valterie Satan se réjouit Du joie dans les grilles Son coin de paradis à lui Son coin de paradis à lui Oh, oh, oh. 
we started Season 5 of the Theremin 30 podcast with his own corner of paradise. Now, I'm not going to try to say that in French again. From Sebastian Lefleur, featuring Torvald Jurgensen on Theremin. It's from the 2022 album called Strats, which translates in English as Strata. You can listen to the whole album and download it from Bandcamp. After that, we went back to 2019 to hear Memory from the Hauntology album by Mona Lise. Among many other music projects, Mona Lise has begun releasing a series of theremin-infused meditation music tracks for her Patreon subscribers. You can get more details about both artists by clicking on their names in this month's show notes at theremin30.com. I'll be right back with the Theremin 30 calendar of theremin events and a lovely new recording from Veronic. Also later in the show, I'll visit with David Levi from MicroKits, and I'll play a new ambient track from an Italian duo. So stay tuned. The Theremin 30 podcast is supported by affiliate programs with Eargasm Earplugs, eBay, Reverb, and Zounds. When you follow these links and banners on our website, a portion of any purchases you make will help keep this show in the ether. So start shopping at theremin30.com. It's time now for a look at the Theremin 30 calendar of Theremin events. On May 20th, Shelly Ong hosts a new episode of her live music and chat show on YouTube. On May 23rd, Michelle Mogakusa conducts exclusive tours of the Mogzeum in Asheville, North Carolina to commemorate the birthday of her father, Bob Mog. On May 26th, Yoko Onishi performs at the Zushi Culture Plaza in Zushi City, Japan. On Saturday, June 3rd, the Divine Hand Ensemble performs its annual Concert Among the Crypts at the Laurel Hill Cemetery in the Philadelphia area. And on June 4th, Dorit Chrysler performs at the Caramore Center for Music and the Arts in Katona, New York. For details about these events and many more, check out the interactive calendar on theremin30.com. If you have a theremin event you'd like me to list on the calendar, send me a note with all the details. One of the very first songs I played on the Theremin 30 podcast was from Lima, Peru-based recording artist Veronic. When she was my guest on the show back in October of 2021, she told us about a rock music album she was working on. The first single from that album is out now, and it's called Illusiones Peligrosas, or Dangerous Illusions. I'm not going to play it for you today, but you can check out the music video for it on the Theremin 30 YouTube playlist. Instead, I'm going to play a lovely new instrumental that Veronica recorded during the final days of her father's life. The title comes from reassuring words from her father, Ya vendrán tiempos mejores, or Better Times Are Coming.
was Better Times Are Coming by Veronic. You can find that track on the album Elela, a music compilation to raise funds for the victims of the recent major earthquake in Turkey and Syria. There's a link to the album in this month's show notes. Coming up after the break, I'll visit with David Levi, inventor of a fun little theremin project kit for kids. So stay right here. Hey, this is Rick Reed, producer and host of the Theremin 30 podcast. Did you know that you can advertise with Theremin 30? You can place banner ads on the website or even get a commercial played right here in the middle of the show. It's a great way to promote products, services, and events to the Theremin community. And honestly, this show does not have a huge audience, at least not yet. But that means it doesn't cost much to get involved. You can find rates and details at theremin30.com. David Levi is an amateur musician and professional electronics designer who specializes in electronic toys. David recently started selling his popular theremin circuit building kit in the gift shop at the Moogseum in Asheville, North Carolina. I visited with David recently to find out all about it. David Levi, thank you for being on the Theremin 30 podcast. Hello, it's nice to uh, be here, Rick. You have the distinction of being the designer of the smallest, cheapest theremin that we've ever featured on the show. Yeah, I'm cornering the uh, gateway theremin market. (laughs) The theremin that I make isn't a full instrument that you can play somewhere over the rainbow on. But what I do have is a miniature theremin kit that a 10-year-old could put together in like an hour. And then they have their own theremin. It's actually capacitive sensing Two antennas also automatically calibrate so you don't have to turn a knob, Mm. but a little miniature theremin so that so many more people can play around with electric fields and get to experiment with a uh, theremin in person. We'll talk more about the theremin in a moment, but first I want to talk about you. How did you get interested in theremins? I know that I got into electronics because of the theremin. I'm trying to remember like the first time I saw... The theremin, I saw it somewhere, but I remember going back that night to like Wikipedia and trying to read all about the theremin and not believing it. It's like, this this is a made up thing. <laughs> I must have seen a YouTube video. I didn't see it in person. I'm like, oh, this is a made up thing. They're using camera tricks because I didn't think that that's how physics worked. <laughs> but luckily, I had a bit of background in working with electronics because I had a math teacher in middle school who taught me to solder some. Mm -hmm. But I found out about the theremin when I was probably a sophomore in high school. And that's when I really got into electronics. And I'm like, I need to build one of these. I need to build these other circuits. I need to make my own instruments. So the theremin for me was a gateway into just making different electronic circuits. How did you jump from a hobby to a business? It definitely helped to have gotten an electrical engineering degree. And after that, I went and actually worked in the toy industry for a couple of years. So that's my background is I worked a little bit at Hasbro and Mattel, 
Oh. Worked on making toys light up and play sounds and that kind of toy design. I had the opportunity of being laid off in 2020, and that's when I was able to get this little theremin circuit that I had designed over a couple of years and just start making more of them and see if I can turn it into a little business. And it's been successful enough that I've also started working on releasing my second product, which is a synthesizer, and I'm also starting to work on a third product. Which, according to your website, is uh, secret still. It's secret right now. I have a prototype that works, but it's electronics. It takes a ton of time to develop anything. You can design something quickly, but making sure you've designed it right is a whole other process. So third product, probably take another year or so. I thought it was interesting that you described being laid off as an opportunity. What's the opportunity in that? (laughs) The funny thing is I actually got into the toy industry because of the same theremin kit. I designed it back in 2016 or maybe early 2017, and I was showing it around at like job interviews and such, and that's how I got a job working in the toy industry. But then I was, you know, working on Power Rangers, working on Barbies, and I'm like, oh man, I want to release my own circuit, but you know, I couldn't compete with my employer. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh man, one of these days I'm going to go do my own thing. Uh, And it happened a little bit earlier than I expected, (laughs) but that gave me more time to figure out how to turn it into a business. I've been doing this since like September 2020. I've been going to a few like maker fairs, which is a lot of people who make circuits or 3D print stuff or other tech craft type things. I was actually just a couple of weeks ago in the Asheville, North Carolina maker fair. And that's, of course, where the Moog company is at. After going to the Maker Fair, showing everyone my theremins in person and my synthesizer, I actually visited the Moogzeum, which is the Robert... Bob Moog Foundation. The Bob Moog Foundation. Not Not Moog Music. (laughs) They share the name, but they're separate entities. Uh Uh, So I got to see like the old vacuum tube theremin. They have one there. And then they have another really old transistor theremin. And they have a few ether waves that you can play. So that was great. And then I just shipped 10 theremin kits to be sold at the Moogzeum. So that's very exciting. So if you're near North Carolina, if you're dropping by, you know where to get my kits. My introduction to electronics, you may have heard of this. You're probably too young, but Radio Shack used to sell kits and they had springs on them so that you didn't have to solder anything. You just slipped the wire into the spring And so I made a a photo theremin with one of the 101 kits. That was my favorite toy. Yeah, I think I had one of those 101s too. Yeah, that's one of the ones that people mention. So this kit that you've designed, I assume there's no soldering involved, but you use a different system. There are no springs on this one. They're sort of springs, but they're hidden inside of plastic. I wanted to make something that you didn't need tools or extra skills. You know, I wanted to make it as easy to going from no electronic experience to, hey, look, I built my own thing, and now I get to play a theremin. (laughs) So I use a breadboard, which is just a piece of plastic. It has a grid of holes in it, and you can place different parts into those holes, kind of like putting different Lego bricks on a Lego baseboard. And that's what makes the electrical connections is there's metal clips inside that connect by row and column. So you just have to place parts on one side and then you've made a circuit. 
It is advertised as being appropriate for STEM. Can you explain what you mean by that? STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. And that's a big buzzword in education is we want our children to learn STEM or, oh, the economy needs more STEM workers. It just (laughs) means people who are working more with technology and developing technology. And yeah, I mean, it's a important skill to have nowadays because technology and society just keeps getting more complicated and it's important to uh, remember how to design the electronics we're all depending on Mm. and then there's also something called steam which is science technology engineering arts and math and that's just the idea of let's get all this technical stuff But combine it with art, and that's uh, something I'm trying to do with this theremin kit too, is I'm tricking the kids who just want to make a circuit. I'm tricking them to like, oh, hey, now you have a musical instrument. (laughs) And the kids who just want a cool instrument, oh, you got to learn a little bit about electronics nowadays. Can you uh, demonstrate it for us? Let's hear it. Yeah, I have it right here. So let's see. I don't remember if it has two or three octaves of range, but it's sensitive out to like three or four inches. So it's just a fun little thing to just leave on your desk if you ever feel the need to make some theremin noises. And I'm guessing that, you know, to the listeners, like they're much more likely than the common population to have access to their own theremin. But, you know, they probably know people or families and friends. They've been trying to tell them about the theremin, but now... Here's a little miniature theremin that they can actually uh, share without having to you know, pack up the antennas and all that. Uh, how can listeners get their hands not on, but around one of your theremin kits? So I have my website. It's microkits.net. So that's microkits with an S and then dot net. Uh, that's where I have my theremin and my uh, other creations. I'm also on Amazon if you go to Amazon and type in the word theremin, I'm probably going to be one of the top results there. Um, And then as I mentioned, I'm also just got into the Moog Museum in Asheville, North Carolina. So it should be there in a little while. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us on Theremin 30 Podcast and uh, hope to see you again soon. Thank you, Rick. More theremins for more people. To learn more about the MicroKits Theremin Kit, designed for kids ages 10 years and up, follow the link in this month's show notes. And if you would like to be on a future episode to discuss a product, service, or event that would be of interest to the Theremin 30 audience, get in touch with me with all the details, or click on the Be Our Guest tab on the Theremin 30 website. Now with the time remaining, let's finish the show with a new ambient collaboration from Italian thereminist Lorenzo Marcantonio and guitarist Rocco Saviano. This is called Nimmerat, which is, of course, theremin backwards.
That was Nimaret, or Theremin Backwards, by Lorenzo Marcantonio, who records under the name Unreal Project, and Rocco Saviano, who records under the name Toroids. There are links to both artists in this month's show notes. Before we unplug this episode, I want to thank all of the artists that shared their music with us. If you like what you heard, please support them by purchasing their recordings and attending their performances. As the saying goes, you can't buy groceries with exposure. So please help them to be able to make more music for all of us to enjoy. I also want to thank the listeners who support this podcast with small one-time and monthly donations or by shopping with the advertisers that appear on the Theremin 30 website. It really does help me keep this show going. I'll be back soon with another episode and more great music. In the meantime, please tell your friends about the show and share links to it on social media. You can also rate and review Theremin 30 on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Rick Reed. I'll see you in the ether. You've been listening to the Theremin 30 Podcast. Visit Theremin 30 on the web at theremin30.com.